Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. I would be interested, I'm not interested personally of doing it, but I think if you go into further into his thoughts and stuff, um, I'm I'm pretty familiar with Wayne Dyer um, from previous things, a previous life. Um, And I, and this is a talk that you and I have had multiple times, mostly regarding politicians. Um, And we, we somehow have not been as, um, I don't know what the right word. Um, We've been kinder to Till Swan than we have to Joe Biden or Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We were kinder to Spencer or Wayne Dyer or followers of Jesus um, than we have been to Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Um, And there's reasons for that, Um, obviously because of what the nature of being president of the United States is. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, and what I'm, and what I'm talking about specifically is not their, their beliefs. It's not the beliefs that we're attacking. Most of the time we use the beliefs as a secondary thing, but what we really do to attack them is like, yeah, but if you see what Joe Biden has actually done, then his beliefs are somehow invalid because of these actions he took. Um, or, and, and the more extreme version of this is where people are looking at not even what Joe Biden has done, but what his son has done. Well, Hunter Biden has done this. So obviously Joe Biden's theory on blah, blah, blah is wrong. Um, and because Donald Trump has done this, all of his political acumen and stuff is bs like what about uh, ism almost huh like what about ism almost yeah um so martin heidegger who is the most weird deconstructionist postmodernity uh philosopher there is and it's so thick that it's almost impossible to work through like um <laughs> they're my philosophy professor who's read Heidegger and studied Heidegger is like, yeah, he's just full of crap. Um, Cause if you can't understand anything, if you have to have a computer decipher a philosopher, you know, and the computer <laughs> doesn't even understand. Um, but Heidegger was also a Nazi. So does that change our view of whether or not, uh, and I'm not talking about like, just like, Oh, he was German and therefore he was a Nazi. Like he was a devout Nazi. Yeah. Um, and it definitely influences thinking. Um, um if uh if we look at um um people you've mentioned multiple times um in the past of their connections to sex trafficking and stuff does that make any does that automatically delegitimize other things they say and do um uh we've talked about Nancy Pelosi um specifically Nancy Pelosi using 
um, um, her connections um, as a speaker, as a legislator, to knowing inside information on the stock market, um, does that automatically delegitimize everything she has to say or believe because she's obviously doing something that's unethical? And I say, uh, obviously, um, I'm coming from a certain viewpoint of myself <laughs> saying that that's obviously and that I'm also saying it's unethical. Um, if we found out that Jesus was gay, does that delegitimize what he has to say as opposed to if he's a straight person? Um, does the does Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, does his meaning, does what he wrote mean less because he was trying to be a, uh, you know, a, um, cause all the terror he's caused. You know, I mean, there's, I'm taking these extreme examples, but we do that all the time of, um, but if it works for us, then we say like, yeah, I know that Ted Kaczynski was the Unabomber, <laughs> but what he had to say was actually pretty important. Yeah. Um, um, so I am convinced not just from, watching the one documentary on Hulu, but I'm convinced that there is forms of to torture that definitely happened with Till Swan. I'm convinced of that. Does that, that legitimize everything she, that the people that were part of her organization did it? Uh -huh. And that she was very well aware of it. Um, does that delegitimize everything she has to say or think? No. Um, well, but, it's Maybe a good comparison is, yes, murder is wrong, but if you murder someone when they're trying to murder you while you're sleeping in your bed and attack your family, then that's a totally different story. But like the, we generally don't call that murder. We usually call that at best manslaughter. Um, well, you're you're killing someone, so right, maybe it's which is manslaughter. At, it's 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 hard it's hard to find absolutes. Yeah. So, um, and I, I I mean I'm I'm saying though that that's the that's the issue that's going on. Like one of the things that I, and my wife asked me before we were like, do you guys have a specific thing you're going to talk about today? I'm like, I'm sure we do. I just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> um, and right when she was asking me that, I was reading an article about Lauren Bobert. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. That's... Um, groping and being groped at a play um, or whatever, a theater production in Colorado, Denver, and how she was kicked out. And it wasn't until they showed video that um, her her team even admitted that they were doing anything. And this, this is in conjunction with the North Dakota governor who's had an affair with um, some yeah. of the Trump administration. And, and then, of course, the one person who steps up to defend them first, and it just cracks me up, is Matt Gates. <laughs> Um, because anything that can get away from the fact of him, um, uh, doing naughty things with minors is gonna, you know, I, I, he, even the way I'm, even he got the way off I'm that, framing though. this. So oh, he okay, actually he got off a lot. Well, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! I just got that. Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm just saying. So in his case, like, he's he he got totally cleared on it. But but well, I'm I, so the so the thing the the thing that bothers bothers me about the other people that you said is mm -hmm. they're out you know thumping the certain narrative because it it benefits their power and 
I I thought it was hilarious when um when I read that article about Bobert or Bobert whatever her name is mm. that uh her new boyfriend or whatever that she's hanging out with and she like divorced her husband is he's the owner of a bar like I think a gay bar that has uh like um drag queen nights and stuff and it's it's just like it's like why are you out out trashing drag, drag queens and all these people if you're literally dating a democrat that you're saying all democrats are evil but then you are sleeping with one doing all this crazy stuff um and then they also own like a bar that i think I think it's an Aspen, you know, having Drake queen bar and Aspen seems totally normal thing to me, you know, but you're out there basically, um, holding the party line and attacking people in the process. Well, you're, you're literally a part of it. So. Well, and that's the, that's the thing. And I'm going to bring this back to Teal Swan. Like, one of the things, because she even admitted this stuff. I mean this this is what this is what is crazy to me. She admitted that she gave free reign to the camera people. She admitted that we did everything we could to basically be friends with the people that that made this video and stuff. Like this isn't this isn't new information. Um, she gave them full access to the things that. Um, that she later regretted giving full access to. Um, yes, they spun it however they spun it, and it didn't put her in a good light. Um, um, not denying the fact that there's a, I mean, there's no such thing as a documentary that doesn't have an agenda. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's part of what a documentary is. And I'm not even talking about like freaking, um, um, Oh goodness, the stuff you watch in high school and elementary school where the Burns doc- documentaries and stuff where uh, fades out of this picture and there's a cowboy voice talking about a quote <laughs> that's completely out of context from what's going on here. Um, I mean, it's, it's, um, Ken Burns, that's what I was thinking, Ken Burns yeah. documentary. Um, but there are some things that Ken had Burns. nothing to do about editing. Um, her making like the statement immediately after about like, this isn't what happened. This isn't what happened. And, um, you know, it did happen. Now maybe there's more context we don't have, but we, we can only play that game for so long too. Of How much context are you allowed to have before you're allowed to make a decision on something? Yeah. And, um, um, and I've watched enough of her stuff to decide that I think a lot of what was said in that documentary is accurate. No one was ever saying that she never gave any good advice at all. Like that, that's not our advice. That's helpful. That was never the statement being made. Yeah. Um, in fact, the video, I think the documentary went out of its way stating that she did help a lot of people, but we're, but the documentary's goal was about the inner circle. It wasn't about the people on the outside. 
Um, and that's the part that's contentious. Like, well, did he leave on his own accord? Um, the fight that he allegedly had with her on the day that he left, the, the her manager guy. Well, that didn't actually happen on the day of. Okay. Cool. Um, he hasn't said anything one way or the other. Yeah. So um, he could he could clear it up really quickly. Well, but I have a feeling he has an NDA that um, <laughs> the documentary crew did not. If you'd like to learn more about the New Next Podcast, find us at thenewnextpodcast.com, where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 